ramming your brain through a table of wrestling knowledge. Announce table. One hundred ninety six. T-Mac, it's the Spanish announce table. Another week, inching ever close to number 200. That's coming up. Stay tuned uh, throughout the weeks here. Coming up, we'll have more and more details uh, for what fun stuff we may or may not do for that. But this is 196. T-Mac, over there, how are you? I'm well. Uh, just hanging out, enjoying a nice, lovely evening in Jackson County, Missouri, United States of America. And uh, ready for this podcast. A great week of wrestling. Um, maybe. We'll get into that later. Great. Um, but, yeah, excited for 196. Let's see what this episode turns out to be. Right, How are you? I'm busy. Yeah, busy. tell them why. Mm-hmm. Well, you mentioned that you're currently hanging out in your domicile there in Jackson County. Missouri. Mm-hmm. Uh, I currently live in Johnson County, Kansas. I am, however, going to be moving to Wyandotte County, Kansas. Uh, be moving a little further north. We found a property that we will be purchasing. Uh, got a home on some acreage, and uh, we're going to move. Uh, we just purchased the house that we're living in now less than a year ago, so that's fun. So we're it trying feels to- like six months. Yeah, it's, it was it was May of last of 2016. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could possibly live in this home. Well, no, we'll, we'll probably move in June, maybe late June. The way it works out right now with some of the uh, paperwork and details and stuff, uh, and that's if it were to sell uh, our home now fairly quickly. It's going on the market Friday, uh, and we were not you know prepared at all to be listing our home, so we have been frantically. Doing anything and everything we can to get it ready. I had pictures. What do you today. have to get ready? I don't get that. What what do you, what do you have to oh, get ready? Man, T Mac, you've got to. Make, I mean, so okay. Well, it's the pictures like it's a are coming. House. Well, the pictures are coming, right? So you're gonna make the pictures. Uh, you got to clean everything, right? You got to have the pictures, and you've got to declutter, right? Because you can't have crap hanging out everywhere. Uh, well, well, the decluttering I get, but the pictures doesn't end up with the real estate agent supposed to do. Yeah, they do that, but I mean, they've come over, but you, no, but you've got to clean the house and you've got to declutter and you've got, they come through and help and walk through and, and, and identify anything if you need any, you know, any help with that. But then also now the house is going to show. So now it's got to be like deep cleaned. Right. And we've got a big house. We've talked about this before. Uh, Yeah. You have an estate. There's a lot to clean. Yeah. Yeah. I'm buying an estate there as well. Um, God damn. I'm buying 37 times the amount of land that I have right now. Uh, Got an awesome fucking taking over the world. Smaller home. Sizably smaller home, uh, to be honest. Uh, but uh, a lot of well, land. Well, then why are you moving? A lot of land. You know your, yeah, you know your kids are going to be 
getting bigger. Yeah. Don't go into a smaller house as your yeah. kids get no, bigger. Get outside. I got all that damn land for you. Go do something. Yeah. Oh, man. That's not good. They're going to get caught doing something crazy on like <laughs> acre 12, and you're going to be on the hook for it, and you're fucked. Oh, man. It's not going to be good. Uh, hold on one second. So uh, my wife overheard uh, our conversation and just informed me that uh, the calculations she had given me earlier were wrong. And we actually have it's pretty similar sized uh, home based on the upper. Right. And I don't necessarily mean sizably smaller. Right. It's smaller home and the rooms themselves are smaller. Does that make sense? Uh, Mm -hmm. If we when when we finish the basement, it will actually probably be a larger home than what I'm in now. But. 37 acres. Uh, the house is smack dab in the middle of it. It's got the super long driveway. And we'd been looking at things like that for a while, uh, but we've got to go south of town. Like, uh, you know, you know, there, Lewisburg, Paola. And I don't know if you've ever been out there, like the Lewisburg Center Miller thing. Eh, not the greatest area out there. I don't like the looks of it. No. Like so yeah, we found no, this. We found this up north, which is in Kansas City, Kansas, but it's in a, a sub area called Piper, what used to be a city, but is now kind of annexed into Kansas City, Kansas. You know the region. And it's near the Legends, which is a big shopping, and it's where the Sporting KC Stadium is. It's five minutes from that. So I'm not out of oh, town. Okay, great. Right? You know what I mean? It's And the land was. Uh, more land than we found for anything like that so we've got some work ahead of us but we would have had to put as much work into this home that we're in now so and our payment's going to go down <laughs> well then it sounds like so, a better deal so yeah so that's what i'm doing so uh i've i've stayed somewhat up on the wrestling this week but not as much as probably more you know most of our listeners even uh but that's the beauty of this show we incorporate your thoughts more on that later but right now as wrestling fans do, we can get negative when watching wrestling, as you kind of somewhat alluded to earlier. Was it a great week of wrestling? Sometimes we can get negative. So you like to start us off right, kick us off on a positive note with three things to be positive about with T-Mac's three Ps. T-Mac, what is P1? It's Baron Corman and Sami Zayn. I like that matchup. I like what they did on SmackDown or Talking Smack, where Baron Corbin attacked Sami Zayn and then pushed a ref, and now he's quotes air quotes suspended by shane mcmahon for right. one week uh and so that means at least that if shane mcmahon's gonna get into a involved in a storyline you know you're getting pushed a little bit Sami Zayn deserves the freaking world championship in my opinion i think he's the greatest wrestler in the world right now and i don't care what you say because wins and losses don't matter to performance because this is performance art and he does it better than anyone else so suck on my toe for that and baron charlotte Corbin, yeah, I mean Charlotte's really good too. But as the male, okay, so the male counterpart. So last to week you last week you went back and forth, and then you finally declared it that you were declaring Charlotte the greatest wrestler in the world. Yeah, she is, but yeah. I'm saying the male counterpart. So right. for the men, gotcha. I think Sami Zayn's the greatest male wrestler. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree with myself. Charlotte still is the greatest, the greatest wrestler in the world. But now, if you're taking the greatest gender and then doing the, you know, uh, the Again, there's more than two genders, but if you're going to do the two traditional genders, then your counterpart, so your male counterpart, yes. you're saying Sami Zayn. So right. like a 1A, 1B kind of thing. Exactly. And right. I like Baron Corbin. I think it's good to push new talent, new fresh talent. He's young, even though his hairline uh, disagrees with you're that. Right. And uh, I think his style is 
uh, very fan friendly for main events, things like that. Uh, he looks the part. He's got the tattoos. He has a real background of kicking your ass with the golden gloves and the grappling and the NFL experience. So I think he's believable. I know it's not the main event of the SmackDown uh, show, which I actually like because that means it gets more time to breathe and do, you know, left turns, right turns, wrinkles here, wrinkles there. And so I love it. So that's my P1. Baron Corbin and Sami Zayn feud going to the next level. Uh P number two, it's the new women order. Mm-hmm. I like that. It is. Yeah, I'm calling them the new women order. Uh, it's uh, Natty, who still is the worst wrestler on the <laughs> roster. Right. I do but, not care. Right. She is. Uh, and then Carmella with James Ellsworth. And that's the kicker. They're almost like DX in reverse. Yes. Where China <laughs> was the badass female right. he's the pussy male right and gets his ass kicked by like yeah. becky lynch and yeah. stuff i love that that's a good that's a good point i haven't thought of it from that angle it's fun and then tamina snooka as well yeah. and if you've been paying attention to becky lynch's uh social media she's been teasing for some reason a steel cage match against james ellsworth which uh-huh. i think they should do uh but i love this new women's order uh, because one, I love factions. I think they're great. I think there needs to be more of them. That's realistic. If I'm getting into a fight and there's a guy that I can't beat up, I'm going to get Captain Awesome to help me. That's just how life yep. works, how real well, world Well, to bail you works. out, because then it would be over. Just come in. Well, and quick. <clears throat> if you don't believe me, go to uh, World Star Hip Hop, whatever the website is, and watch all the street fights. It's typically not one-on-one. And right. so that just shows that reality... It, goes in factions so i like that so that's p number two the new women order on smackdown and p3 and let's be honest guys this week was underwhelming so to uh grab a third p was a little bit more difficult than usual and so i went with kind of a legacy p as far as his body of work in the past couple weeks and it's braun Strowman. i think he's the uh, biggest baby face in the company right now. I think he's a bigger star. If you were to just take the sample right now today, I think he's a bigger star than uh, Seth Rollins, Enzo, Cass, Finn, all of them. I think he's the number one guy. You know where I think uh, where they may continue this hard push for him too is, as you're saying, uh, he's one of the biggest draws at the moment. And if that hits some mainstream with some of his strongman stuff, and some of these spots like that, yeah. I mean, we could see Strowman kind of get the uh, the rocket up the ass, as they say, you know. Just and he's getting uh, all the uh, Attitude Era fun gimmicks. Yeah. So I mean, the ruthless aggression with the ring, but then this week he did the uh, New Age Outlaws uh, throwing of the dumpster off the stage. Uh, so what's next? Is he going to fill up Roman Reigns' Corvette, and then he's going to drive? You right. know? Yeah. Gonna, like, what would just keep, Braun Strowman keep doing all of the Attitude Era what, stuff? What would Braun Strowman spray from a truck? <laughs> he right? would spray. Yeah. Hashtag What would Strowman spray? <laughs> there you go. What right. would Strowman spray? Hit, hit us up on the Twitter at Table Show. Hashtag What yeah. would Strowman spray? Maybe we get some uh, bracelets. The <laughs> WWSS, right? Yes. All right. That was so, yeah. Those three are my P's. three P's. It was uh, an underwhelming week, but there is still things to be positive about. So take those little nuggets of information and uh, inspiration and move forward with your week. All right, then let's get into 
how we uh, we inform you of what's happening, maybe behind the scenes, little things like that of the professional wrestling world. We call it the Mother Loving News. We pick the four hottest topics, which of course there's hundreds throughout the week of wrestling. It's a large industry, uh, but we pick some of the four kind of new, most newsworthy topics that we can discuss back and forth. And that is the Mother Loving News. T Mac, are you ready for that? Yes. All right. Uh, I'll go first, huh? Sounds yes. sounds like the Grim Reaper's about to say it's time. Uh, that's Vader. Vader gave fans a scare this week when he passed out while participating in a six-man tag in Japan for Tatsumi Fujinami's 45th anniversary show. Vader reportedly... Fa- did I say that right? Tatsumi Fujinami? Mm-hmm. Are you sure about mm-hmm. that? Vader yeah, reportedly sure. fainted during Vader. the yeah. Vader reportedly fainted during the match, but later rose and was able to walk backstage on his own power. Vader took to social media to assure fans that his fainting was due to having been dropped on his head earlier in the match and not due to his congestive heart failure, a condition Vader publicly announced earlier this year, saying doctors gave him a diagnosis of only having two years left to live. This diagnosis was later announced to have a better outlook after further examination. Uh, Okay, so it wasn't your heart failure, but it was possible concussion. (laughs) Like, What are you doing, man? I don't believe him. You think it's all a work, huh? I think it's a work. I think it's Japan. I think it's, my name hasn't been out there in a while. How can we get my name back out there? Well, let's say I almost died. Okay, that's fun. That's easy. I can just fall to the ground. And everyone can do that, even at his age. And I don't believe this. I call bullshit. Uh, Even if it's bullshit, uh, I still don't know what he's doing in the ring, man. You've congested heart failure. You're hey, going to die. Japan, they're having a 24-year-old girl uh, in an MMA fight against a 12-year-old girl. Oh, so Jesus, why wouldn't what? they have a 75-year-old congestive heart failure, yeah. old retired act, wrestle? J- yeah. Japan's the dumbest fucking weirdest place <laughs> in the world. That's why I don't care about that place. <laughs> I, they're, they're fucking weird, man. They're, they're weird. Fuck them. They are Anything weird. Anything they do is, is not noteworthy. It's fucking a joke. It is kind of weird. Now, I love the people. I'm talking as an entertainment aspect. So don't be like, oh, what do you not like sushi? What do you not like all the cultural things they've done? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying their entertainment's fucking weird. It's not my cup of tea. He's one of my favorite pro wrestlers. And who's going to spew the green mist? The green mist? Who did the green mist? That was a uh, was that Tajiri? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Get it? How I just said, it. <laughs> and I said he's my favorite. Yeah. Ah, that's a fun joke. WWE superstar Tajiri, who has been out of action since suffering a knee injury in early January, took to Twitter on Saturday to announce that he would not be returning to action for the company. In a statement, Tajiri noted that while he was cleared by WWE doctors, the company has not decided to use him due to his age. He is 46. I call bullshit. Uh, Tajiri <laughs> first joined WWE in 2001 after the bankruptcy of ECW. Uh, last year, Tajiri was announced as one of the competitors for the Cruiserweight Classic, and he was eliminated in the second round, but then he returned in December for a tag team title match uh, against Team DIY, and then soon after, he signed a deal in, to return to the company as part of 205 Live, but as I mentioned, then he was out of the company for a knee injury. He said he's back. He's been cleared, but they're not letting him 
uh, wrestle or continue with the company because of his age, which ah, you don't have a good leg to stand on, pun intended, uh, because Goldberg has been main eventing shows. So I don't think it's the age. If Tajiri is 36, then I'm going to get you a T-shirt in the mail next week. What's that? If Tajiri is 46. 46. I'm going to get you a T-shirt in the mail next week. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, he's probably 57. Hashtag if Tajiri is 36. And tell us if Tajiri... Or 46, right? If Tajiri is 46. Hashtag if Tajiri is 46, uh, then what are you? Right? Yeah. Hashtag if Tajiri is 46. Yeah. If he's 46, I have eight-pack abs. Right. Right? Yeah. Something along these lines, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hashtag if Tajiri is 46, uh, my nuts smell like roses after a a game of basketball. Right? It depends on what kind of roses. Well, yeah, that's true. roses stink. That's true. There are some, yeah. If Tajiri's 46... I've got a dick that's 15 inches long. <laughs> right. Get us some Get us some of those. Hashtag if Tajiri is 46. We're going to get one of these rolling. All right. We'll move on. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I guess. Okay. Let's let's expand on this a little bit. Uh, I don't care. I, like, I'm like, I didn't even. When he came back, I was like, why is Tajiri here? Well, no, I like him as. So a lot of those guys, in my opinion, need someone that has the WWE style that knows what they want, but that still can give them the flips, the shits, the kicks, yeah. the punches and all that stuff. And I thought Tajiri fit that role really True. well. And he does have an international appeal in Japan, which is an important market, even though they do weird shit. Um, and so it made sense. But I think it was, hey, Tajiri, we got a lot of fucking people you're kind of forgotten about. And so see ya. I don't think it was because he's 46. I think it was... You're just another guy now, and that's why they weren't renewing his contract. No, yeah, no, I get that, but he's not 46. Can Bruce Pritchard play Vince? No. No, I know what this is, and no, no, no. (laughs) The Vince McMahon life story could be coming to a theater near you. HollywoodReporter.com reported this week that TriStar Pictures is negotiating for the rights to the Vince McMahon life story titled Pandemonium. Pandemonium was originally shot last summer with the script receiving good reviews. The drawback then was that Vince McMahon and WWE had not authorized the project and film companies did not want to make enemies with WWE. Producer Andrew is it Lazar? Laser? Well, the producer of American Sniper has now secured the rights to McMahon's life story and will produce the film with Aperture Entertainment, Zaftig Films, and WWE Studios. Well, so here's the kicker. WWE Studios. Mm-hmm. So we know we're not getting an unauthorized real shit. Now, I could easily see that they pick the steroid scandal that shows like maybe he did do some stuff. He's not as perfect as he seems, but mm-hmm. he will prevail. And that's an easy story to tell. But I mean, he's notorious for his sex scandal, the steroid scandal, uh his abuse of Fellow employees, the bullying culture. I mean, there's so many yeah. things. But well, the drawback for me is that WWE Films well, or Studios is involved in this project, which I guess adds authenticity in the sense of like, no, 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 this is how it really happened. But then also it kind of makes me go, ah, oh, man, because it's not 
a, well, fuck Vince. I don't care what he has to say. This is how it went down, and this is how we're going to show it. You know what I mean? I do. And the thing I take from this, too, is uh, even if this was a two-and-a-half to three-hour movie, that is not enough time to tell the Vince McMahon life story. So uh, what I feel like is it's going to go from more of his childhood into how he then grew the WWE. I think they're going to glance over a lot of, like, actual WWE stuff. And yeah, more, I don't you think know. the movie's about the, right. the movie isn't about Hogan and Andre at WrestleMania three. This mm-hmm. is about Vince taking a chance and saying, "I'm taking her." I think this will be. I haven't read the script, obviously. I think it'll be uh, a story of I'm going to take my father's company. I see a brighter future, and we're going to go against the grain and piss a lot of people off, but we're going to win. Right. I think that's the story they tell. And I think because of how extensive and kind of crazy his childhood was into his teenage years, into taking over the company, I see that this movie will be made very similar to Ray or Walk the Line, Mm -hmm. where... You know, they did flashbacks to Johnny Cash and Ray Charles' uh, childhood, but then came back and then showed some of the trials and tribulations, exactly. things like that. I see that movie going more that way than a August 1987. We tried to do, you know, whatever it is. It, it's going to be more that with cameos from a Bruce Pritchard, a... Uh, um, Gerald Briscoe, mm, Pat, Pat Patterson, Patterson yep. you know, the, I think those char- characters will be cameos, but I think the focal point, the number one guy uh-huh. is going to be a 24 to 27 year old Vince McMahon. Who plays that? Well, you know, who would have been great is the principal from, uh, the breakfast club. The don't, if you get the bulls, yes. you, you know, mess with the bull, you get the horns, but now he's yeah. too fucking old. Right. Uh, you know who would play him? Perfect. I got it right here. Remember when they tried to reboot uh, Superman? Not the guy that's playing him now, but the guy that first tried to play him a few years back. Mm. Here, I'll try to look him up. Yep. Or or the fucking guy that's Superman right now. He yeah, could be Vince. I don't even know who that is right now. <laughs> but you know who I'm talking about that was in the Ben Affleck movie? Yeah. No. The Superman versus Batman movie? Oh, here. I don't, I don't, certainly not going to watch that. Yeah, I didn't watch it either, but you know who I'm talking about. Look at him. Jesus Christ, what are the odds Ben Affleck plays Matt? No, not him. (laughs) That would ruin the whole fucking movie. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure about that. Hold on. I'll give you his name. I'm Googling it right now. Give me a second. All right. The the whole thing about uh, this movie, though, is, yeah, it's going to be mostly McMahon-friendly and just... You know, I mean, it'll be neat, of course. It'll be but fun it's to see on the show screen. that his dad was not there and his stepdad was abusive mm-hmm. and his yeah. mom worked hard, kind of the single mother. Yeah. You know, and he then he's in the trailer park. Yeah. And then it's going to talk about, uh, you know, all of his endeavors going coast to coast and squashing the, you know, independent yeah, scene. Yeah. And I have a cameo from Harley Race when he pulls a gun on Hogan and Vince when they came into Kansas City. Right. Yeah. There could be a number of things, you know, but. You Henry know. Caval. Look at, look him up. H E N R Y C A V I L L. That looks like Vince. 
Yeah, yeah, I could see that. He can run with that. Uh, thanks for spelling out Henry. Uh, I really need it. Hey, I don't know. <laughs> I can, some people need help. All right. <laughs> and, and we, I did. I was a substitute teacher. I know you were. And one of the poor girls' name was spelled L A, and then a dash. A and they were pronounced the dash. It was yeah. Ladasha, but yeah. I said La. Ah, ah. <laughs> That's what I said. I, was, I, I looked stupid because someone pronounced a fucking dash. Yeah, yeah, you looked stupid. <laughs> yeah, that was me. <laughs> Give me a woo. She's alive. Oh yeah, Ric Flair. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Ric Flair's fiance. Uh, has been hospitalized after being involved in a serious auto accident. Flair took to Twitter to reveal the news that fiance Wendy Barlow, known as Fifi the Maid in WCW, uh-huh. which caveat, was in a wreck and was sent to the hospital. Uh, at the time of uh, Ric Flair's tweet, there was no uh, further details on the accident, but Ric Flair then took to Twitter again and said, said, Wendy will be okay. Thank you for all your messages and prayers. The French maid will be back soon. He posted a picture where she looked to be half smiling and in a neck brace. Cause that's how you want to be seen on social media. Uh, but yeah, almost Nikki Bella. unfortunate take two, but we got lucky because, Jeez. you know, Jim Ross's wife almost yeah. had a second one. All right. Well, good. I'm glad she's on the mend, it sounds like. And, uh, yeah, I don't know much else to say. I guess I didn't know too much about it. I didn't realize that little caveat of the uh, of the old WCW days, so that was good. Well, and God dang, Flair, isn't this going to be your fifth marriage? Yeah, yeah. Why don't you mm-hmm. fucking calm down? Yeah, just it, it doesn't work for you. Just stop doing it. Yeah. Right? Jesus. That's my thing. How the fuck is he still getting ass? Well, he's Ric Flair, man. Space Mountain. Yeah, but he fucking looks like he's a Space he Mountain. He looks like a dried raisin. That's a man. Space Mountain. Woo. He looks like he looks like uh, your mowing shoes after they've been rained on and then dry out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't he? Yeah. Hashtag Ric Flair looks like. All right. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hashtag Ric Flair looks like. Let's get that one going. <laughs> All right, let's take a break and get out of here, and we will come back and do Tweet the Table, which is a fun interactive segment. You should stick around and find out what it is if you don't know what it is. When we return yes, to the Spanish and, Announce Table. Uh, it's going to be a good one because I was at Monday Night Raw, so you're going to get a little bit of firsthand experience. Oh, that's fun. That'll be when we return to the Spanish Announce Table on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And Gold Dust is winless at WrestleMania. Hello, ladies. Hello, ladies. Dudes. Now all are welcome right here on the Spanish Announce Table, of course. It is hashtag tweet the table. The hashtag should clue you in that it uh, involves Twitter. So go on your Twitter machine and use hashtag tweet the table. Tweet is your any and every wrestling thought. We're going to read the best of the best, the cream of the crop, right here 
right here, right now, right, right there, here, right now. Oh my goodness! Which that was my favorite part of Monday Night Raw. What's that? I didn't hear Booker T. Oh well, yeah. There you go. That was your greatest. <laughs> that was the highlight of Raw. Yeah, because you were there, so I you didn't have there. to hear him. I didn't have to hear him, and it wasn't a good episode. Oh yeah, so he would have been real bad. Oh man, I was I was in a positive state of mind because I got I was sitting in a suite, and I was suite? watching it. I was sitting in the two suite, yep. <laughs> and uh, enjoying beverages and snacks, and watching wrestling at a high level with storylines that are subpar. Who's there with you? Uh, Tony Side Salad. Tony Side Salad. Tony Tickets. Yes. Tony Tickets, which. If you're in the Kansas City area, uh, not this Saturday, but next Saturday, May 6th, he is fighting at Independence as the main event for Kansas City Fighting Alliance. Uh, it's a great fighting, organization. It is a great organization. Uh, he's fighting in a weight class uh, above his normal, which is 145 pounds this time around. Uh, it's going to be a great night of fights, and he has a special announcement after the fight. Stay tuned for that. Oh, you did not be tell there. me this earlier. Be there, be oh, there, or be a you. square. You kayfabing me here, man? You, you. Not being you. serious, he really does. Oh, man, but you didn't tell me none of this, man. You keeping me, uh, you're not smarting me up? No. Oh. I'll tell you. Oh, all right. Let's get into the. I'll tell you, when, I'll tell you when we're there. Uh, when we're there, yeah, <laughs> yeah <okay. laughs> I'll tell you when he does it. Uh, <laughs> I'll nudge you and say, "Look here." All right, it's hashtag tweet the table and the first table tweeter at b underscore double underscore d says. Glad you did it like that because he says Sasha talks like she just came from the dentist and still has half her mouth numb. Hashtag tweet the table. <laughs> Who sounds better right now? Sasha Banks or uh, Dash Wilder with his jaw wired shut? <laughs> right, yeah. I think I'd probably rather listen to Dash. Who's cutting a better promo today? <laughs> hey, just fists. I'm still going back on that from last week. In his promos, yeah. just put up two fists. Just fists. It'll be like, because we're no flips, just, and then Dash just puts up his fists. And then they walk off. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's How great. perfect is that? At Theo75 says, I really like the ending to Raw. Great way to close out the show with Bray Wyatt, hashtag tweet the table, and at Katie First. Lady. Says Bray Wyatt should never have become champion. His character doesn't need a title, hashtag tweet the table. Here's where I think that's, uh, he does not need it, no. But he should have it at some point, and that should be more for to set up the face that would then take it from him you know what i mean like or who he took it from it's got to have a real hard fast purpose for him to have it otherwise his character type isn't the one to just be clamoring after a gold shiny belt for no reason right now the power it wields or something else of that nature or what it means to his uh prey as it were that's a different angle but they're not really doing that and never really have with Bray Wyatt, or at least successfully, or is have we just missed the train with the Bray Wyatt deal, T Mac? What, where do we go from here? I think it's done. Yeah, I, I think we missed the train. 
Uh, now that doesn't mean it can't be rebooted and restarted and then we get something. But yeah, I think Bray Wyatt's character works best best in two different ways. Either he is going to take over the entire corporation and Stephanie and Shane have to come together to stop him and his evil followers. And, uh, what does he call them? Fireflies. Yeah. Or, or, his championship belt and his reign is going to stop WWE in its tracks and there will be no more make a wish. There will be no today shows. Yes. There will be no, you know, and that's what he does. Bring down the machine. Right. That's the only way the character works. Yeah. And who was the first person that said it was a great ending to raw? Theo. And no, it wasn't. It sucked. That was so fucking dumb. <laughs> it was so fucking dumb. <laughs> so, I mean, get, let me get this right. Let me get this straight, you dumb shit writers. We have Bray Wyatt uh-huh. lose his title at WrestleMania. Yeah. Challenges then Randy Orton to a House of Horrors match that's not for the title. Yeah. Now, gets... Uh, superstar shuffled, which is out of his control, even yeah. though he's the evil fucking cult leader who can go wherever he wants. The superstar no, shuffle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so then his first thing is, I have my eye on you, Finn. Finn. Who, and so, who has done nothing but get hurt and not been around to be in anybody's way for, or have done anything bad to anybody. Right. But I have How my dare eye you on go you, heal Finn. up? <laughs> yeah. But it's I have my eye on you, Finn, so much so that I'm going to attack Dean Ambrose. Yeah. The fuck are we doing? Yeah. For as great as SmackDown is in the writing department. Raw is just as bad. Just the inverse. They need to, or I'd say even it out, but then you got two watered down products. Might as well stick with the SmackDown. Just fire all them Raw people. Well, and that extra hour. Oh, so raw sucks, right? Yep. But here's what makes it even fucking worse. And this is why it's so bad to be there live when nothing happens. Now we've been to amazing raw show yep. and it was Brock Lesnar and undertaker and their brawl. And it was pandemonium the entire time. They had a hint of that when Samoa Joe and the bullet club ran out. That was yep. cool. Hey, right. look at that behind your shoulder. Oh my God. Right. But then it's dumb as shit when you're there live and you have, let me try to think of who it was. Oh, you have a you have a, a face the facts uh, dweeb out there, right? Yeah, yeah Kurt Flockins. Or yeah, or no, it wasn't him. Okay, it was someone. Someone comes out there, right? And they're like, "I'm next. I'm gonna fight this guy." And the guy comes out, and then they go to commercial. Yeah. And they're standing there. Yeah, just waiting to fight. What the fuck? <laughs> what are we doing? At least have the refs try to, like, separate the guys. Yeah. It's not time yet. Bell can ring. We're not back from break yet. Right. Come back from break with them already brawling on the side. Like, why don't you, you know what I mean, make it? It was just, it's so stop and start. It feels longer in person. The, the, that episode was so uninspired and unoriginal and boring and confusing. It was I've been to a show where nine people showed up and this raw was just above that. Yeah. Yeah. At Chris Mercado 32 says Matt Hardy just hashtag deleted Seamus hashtag tweet the table. 
Uh, so the word's still going around. They're still trying to work out this, uh, you know, uh, deal with Anthem Sports to be able to use the broken gimmick. Uh, and that's the idea is that they will uh, job the titles to somebody and that will cause the breaking of Matt Hardy, right? So who, if that's how that goes, who breaks Matt Hardy? How would you book that? I don't, I, it, Raw sucks. <laughs> it's just, it's fucking garbage, man. It doesn't fucking matter because if he gets broken, now he's just a watered down stupid version of Bray Wyatt. At least we somewhat take Bray Wyatt seriously in his mannerisms. Uh, now we're just going to have a guy who suspends time and belief and uh, we get all the titles from me. me and, and, and fuck you, man. You can't do it with the serious guy. Why do I think you're going to do it with the funny guy? It's the same fucking yeah, gimmick. Well, and that's the thing is that they're going to want to write it and control it. And that whole thing has been written and controlled by the Hardys, right? Right. And, and they're not going to give them creative control like that. So, yeah, we're going to get this watered down. That's what I'm saying. Half-hearted. I like, yeah, I like, and I was almost borderline. Before they started doing the time travel thing towards yeah. the end, I really liked the broken uh, Matt Hardy and brother Nero. Yeah. I liked it. It was great. Yeah. The problem so with one don't of these... get me wrong, but when you get in WWE and M- Monday Night Raw is the catch-all for ages 2 to 100, it's fucking going to be shit. Yeah. Well, and the thing is that angles like that are fun, you know, but it's one of those where something you have to keep pushing and pushing, right? So it starts getting weirder and weirder because it can't stop. It can't plateau. The point of it is it's like, are you seeing this shit? Like what is going on here? Well, that can right. only, you can only do that so long before it's just like oh, okay, this is this is too much. Yeah, and with the oversaturation that is WWE, imagine how quick that gets stale. Yeah, you know what I mean. Real fast. Like, real fast. TNA had some shelf life, and they were starting to time travel by the end. What are they going to do now when there's a show every hour? And they got to like, are they going to do ride along with broken Matt Hardy? <laughs> okay. If they did a ride along with broken Matt Hardy in full gimmick, <laughs> now that could but be that's great. Oh my God. Have the, the drone flying around in the back seat. <laughs> Vanguard one. Yeah. Have the damn senior Benjamin hanging out for no reason. Like it's gotta be the whole kit, right? Driving to the next town because hey, those guys got to get to the town, right? How they've do got they do to get it? somewhere. How do they do it? <laughs> right? Senior Benjamin needs to be driving them. Yes, and just it's got to be some fucked up weird ass vehicle too, man. It can't. <laughs> it, it's got to be the dog vehicle from Dumb and Dumber. I would really, oh God, I want to produce this. <laughs> I want to yeah. make this video. At Mr. Fourth Row says, loved the highlight reel to Ms. TV to Ambrose Asylum transition. Merry Christmas, man. Hashtag tweet the table. Uh, that was a fun concept, uh, how they kept, you know, uh, rolling in and out there. But it, it's still, I, the whole thing didn't come off all that great to me. But I did like that unique thing where he's like, nah, nah, all right. Get these in and well, out of here. Although I wish they would have like gone a little harder with Ambrose's where it was just all jacked up, rotten stuff, you know. And he's just like, ah, bring him a plant over here and just stuff like that, you know. 
Well, but to me, it just shit on their own product. It's, hey, we've got one idea, but we just give it a different gimmick with each yeah. person because yeah. there's no fucking difference. Right. And in an age, and in an age where managers are passe, can fucking talk shows be passe too then? Mm-hmm. Bring back managers and get rid of these fucking talking segments. They're do nothing. And it's true. And yeah, on- the, well, the only thing they're there for is to try to get over an angle without, you know, doing it, something as far as entering action. But you have no managers and you've got three talk shows. Why don't you have one manager, two talk shows, two managers, one talk show, and then you have a little bit of a variety. And do you want to hear one more stupid thing? Yep. Did you hear on payback what's going to be in the pre show? Uh uh-uh. uh. It's going to be Ms. TV. Oh. With Finn yeah. Baylor or yeah, Bowen. Yeah. Which means which means we've been spending this entire time uh since the superstar shakeup telling you Dean Ambrose versus Miz and it won't be at the fucking show. Yeah. Jeez. God damn are they fucking dumb. Just so that Finn doesn't get hurt, but we can show Finn again. It feels like Rasta operating on that, uh, being written the damn day of problem where SmackDown at least has a little bit of, you know what I mean? Forward thinking is what this feels like. I just, I was so disappointed in raw. I think that's where all my, my emotional response is coming from. It's because yeah, I was there and it was like, no, I've been to better be better at B underscore double underscore. D says, does the new jacket of Jericho come in a 2X? Hashtag tweet the table. And at Lady Undertaker says, no more Jericho-holics? Now we're friends of Jericho? I'm sad. Change hurts. Hashtag tweet the table. He said it uh, in the, there was no dark main event as well on uh-huh. Monday Night Raw, which really hurt my feelings. Yeah. It was just Jericho saying, you just made the list. But he called us Jericho-holics. Okay, there you go. So take that yep. for what it's worth. Yeah, so are they going to find a way for him to be gone, gone, period? He's not going to be hanging around on SmackDown, is he? Raw. Jericho. Yeah. Why'd you say SmackDown? Because it, the whole thing is that he would be leaving if he beats, well, it's so he'd have to beat Owens, so to go over to. Yeah, to go, go over to SmackDown. Smack right. So he's going to stay on Raw. Yeah, he's going to stay on Raw, and then he'll just. After watching that fucking episode, yeah, because if it wasn't for him, I would have hated that. I yeah. just got by and thought it was average. But if Jericho wasn't on that episode, I would have hated that episode. Yeah, there wasn't much to it. I'll give you that. I was just kind of yeah. bad, so bad. At Theo seventy five says, "Go Gallagher, Aries, and Neville. Just stomp a mud hole on TJ Perkins and stomp it dry." Hashtag tweet the table and at. Mac underscore eight one six says the cruiserweights are fun to watch in person. I'll give them that. Hashtag tweet the table. As far as matches, that was the best match I saw. That yeah. was really good. They 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 killed it in person. Oh if yeah, you get past the purple ropes, it's mm-hmm. fucking great. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. It's it's just that it's a fun match. Yeah, it's to you go. You know what I'm saying? To go. Like, woo, I don't woo. even remember who won. Right. I don't even remember who uh, won. I don't either. I think it was the good guys, but I don't remember. uh, mm. At the Iceman Forever 
says, so next up, I'm guessing we'll see Roman throw Strowman in an ambulance or a dumpster since he's done it to other people. Hashtag tweet the table. And that lady Undertaker says a dumpster match seems just like a casket match. Just a different container. Hashtag tweet the table. Good observation. That was a good observation. Uh, Kata had all, I didn't put it on here, but he also mentioned that uh, he said, well, Strowman's clearly not losing this. He can't even fit in that dumpster. <laughs> it's like, that's a good point. But he did. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh so yeah um is that where this is going is roman gonna get the payoff by throwing Strowman into something i hope not is that where we I go with this not. i just want raw to fucking go away for a week <laughs> that's not happening at katie first lady says i missed the curb stomp hashtag tweet the table yeah this new move that he's using as his finisher for me is just falling flat i'm not i'm not impressed with that as a finisher for whatever reason well one it can't come out of nowhere right like i like the curb stomp because if you're picking something up right let's say they're doing a contract signing and seth rollins just drops the contract and wrestler b bends over to to pick it up curb stomp curb stomp yep anything sliding into the ring you could be sliding into the ring after him right like you're chasing him outside the ring he slides in you slide in after him curb stomp match over yeah that's what makes a great finisher the sweet i just booked a hell of an ending to a match right yeah he did (laughs) right but like sweet chin music you know shelton benjamin jumps off the top rope sweet chin music uh evan Bourne does his finisher rko like that's a great finisher this one First off, you have to like cradle him and like hug him like he's a a battered wife, mm-hmm. and then you bring him out like it's a fucking dance, yeah. and then you smack your knee. Like yeah. that's it's too clunky, and yeah. I don't give a shit if it's Kenny Omega's fucking move. He can cry his fucking tears in a it's, Japanese noodle and fuck off. It's not the worst move. It's a stupid finish. It's terrible. It doesn't have the wow factor that a finish should have. It has a good signature move, right? Like you know how yeah, Randy like Orton a setup has move? the yeah, like you know how Randy Orton has the DDT with the elevated on the second rope yep. thing. It's a signature. If this you is found, a great signature, if that like was followed by a curb stomp or something else that would damage the face or the head, right? right? And it was like a setup move for a finisher or something. Yeah, or like you said, just a regular signature move that he pulls off in a match. Right, but but this is not a finisher. Back to the and drawing you're board. Smacking your knees. And, That's all I see. And Seth, good on you for trying. I get he's trying. The curb stomp was taken away from him. He used the pedigree for a while, but you got to get away from that. You can't be using Triple H's move forever. Well, I will give him credit. What I did like is how he set up for the pedigree and then said, like, I'm done with this and then did the new move. Yeah. Right. So that was fun. Like, I was going to do this, but now I'm evolving. But it was just so weird. okay. So he seems to have this idea that he needs to hurt somebody's face as part of the finisher, right? It was the curb mm-hmm. stomp. It was the pedigree, which was the curb stomp you do with your dick, and then yep. uh, this is a curb stomp. You're just bringing the curb as your knee to his face, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a knee to a face. So, uh, so what could he do if that if that's like his? I've got to somehow slam somebody's face onto something or something into somebody's face. What's the move? There isn't it. I mean, everything's been done. Miz has got that skull crushing finale. Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. It's that, not that it takes too long. It's kind of boring. The only thing that could be cool out of that is if 
you have if Seth Rollins had Randy Orton in that, and when he pulls him away, Randy Orton pulls him in for an RKO. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Mm. But I don't like the move. And Kenny Omega with your stupid fucking hair that looks like outdated fucking ramen noodles and your weird fucking jargon and your cadence that's fucking annoying. You're weird. Fuck you. All moves have been stolen. You're on one tonight, man. came up with something. (laughs) What? You're on one tonight. Well, fuck him. He's like, oh, I guess I still have my entrance music. Like, he created the fucking first move in pro wrestling. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) At at B underscore double underscore. Jinder, Mabals, and Brizongo are number one contenders. Is the sky falling? Hashtag tweet the table. I like both of these moves. I love it. I do. I love it. Yeah. I love Jinder Mahal yelling a language that scares old Fox <laughs> News Republicans yes. as he rides off in a limo. Yeah. Right. I love the, He's got the a faction. Brothers or the Bollywood yep. boys or Bollywood brothers. Yeah. I love that Fondango and Bree- and uh, uh Tyler Breeze gave JBL a ticket on Talking Smack. <laughs> yes. I fucking love Smackdown. It's the greatest yeah. thing in the world. Well, you know so like his thing said fashion popo on his pants like that's their full on gimmick now. They're the like fashion police and they just I mean hit it hard. Uh, that's a great tag team. Why would they, why would we not? So here's the thing and and this maybe we'll talk about this uh coming up uh is that it's like with AJ and Kevin Owens, and you got these guys mixed around with the U.S. title. Uh, that's great. Like, why would we, so if we never let those guys go down to the, you know, the U.S. titles, the IC titles, these mid card things, and never brought up a guy like Jinder Mabals uh, to to here, then we would always get AJ Styles and Kevin Owens and. Mm-hmm. You know, throw in a Dolph Ziggler or something. You've got to rotate these around and make all these prizes worth something and give us new storylines to work with. What else? If we weren't watching Jinder Mabals and Brisanko right now, we'd be watching the same recycled shit that they were putting out a few months ago. Right. And I love it. 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 Here's the other thing that I love about uh, Fashion Police or Brisanko. Yeah. I'm calling them Fashion Police. Yeah. Um, is that they have they add levity to a serious division, right? So you have now, they're no longer the, the shining stars. They're the colognes. We have a wrestling history, right? But we have a wrestling history. Our father is in the WWE hall of fame. We're going after that same legacy, right? Yep. American alpha. We are top flight wrestlers. Mm -hmm. We will tie you in knots. We are here to win championships. Mm -hmm. The Usos now walking slowly day one shit. We're about that life, boy. All of that. And then, da, 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 yeah. like, you the have to have police. the balance. Yeah. Yeah, and then you have the fuck. Like, imagine if they're tag team champions and they don't grant a number one contenders match because the team is not dressed to compete and they right. give them a ticket and then walk out of their room. Okay, and here's the thing, too. Uh, drop the two musics. Drop even the – make them the fashion police. Come up with a new entrance uh, and music that fits with that. And they are the fashion police. That's their tag team name. That's way more marketable than this Brizongo thing. Uh, you're going to be able to, you know what I mean, make t-shirts, all kinds of crap. Tickets. You can make tickets to sell that you can give to people. Fashion I'd police. I'd buy it. Right? Yeah, I'd, buy, I'd buy 100 of them for $10. <laughs> right? Hand them out. Yeah. Ticket. Ticket. And, 
And then here you go. This is what they need to do. This is what they should do. They need to give a European Celtic music and give a name to Seamus and Cesaro, yep, right? Yep, yep, And then you take away Cesaro's uh, stupid yes. ambulance ringing to- noise give and that you put to that at the start of the fashion police and then it makes sense and then go and have the fucking talkie sticks or whatever they're called, selfie sticks and shit. Yep. And that's what you do. I love the SmackDown. F- the fashion guys. police. It's the fucking shit, man. And Can you imagine? Wait till uh, they give a fucking ticket to Nakamura. Well, wait till they give one to Vince McMahon. Well, yeah, I mean that would be right. Shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. The fashion police. Which or is they anybody. give one to Shane for his Jordans. Yes, everybody. Nobody's wearing anything that doesn't deserve a ticket. Right. Right. I mean, everybody. Love that. There could be a big moment where the tickets rain down from the sky. We're giving yeah. everybody a ticket and then you dump it like confetti. Yes, that's right? a great idea. <laughs> Just we the are the champions. Place. And who is the number one contender? No one in this town. And then tickets everywhere. Look at you. Look at all of you. Look at what you're wearing. You should be ashamed. You know what? There's no more warnings. You're getting a ticket, and then just yeah, <laughs> just and he just it. does the Oprah thing. You're getting yeah, a ticket, yeah, and you're, you're getting, getting a ticket. as they fall down. Yes. that's perfect. At GBL three sixteen says hashtag tweet the table. Chris Jericho opens Raw, and SmackDown Live opens with Shinsuke Nakamura. Both were awesome. Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, but no, Raw didn't go no. down. No, both those segments were not good. Oh yeah, you First were off, you were you were going off on this uh, uh, to me off air about the uh, Nakamura Ziggler. Yeah. First off, why does Nakamura cut a promo with his mouthpiece still in his mouth? <laughs> Who the fuck does that? Nakamura. Ever. That's dumb. That, mm. We you can't speak English well, and then you're doing it worse because you have a mouthpiece in. You're right. And then all the Michael Jackson jokes fall flat. Three reasons why. One, he's outdated. Mm-hmm. Two, he's dead. dead. And three, the only joke is, is that he raped little boys. Yeah. So it, what are you doing? Yeah. So dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then the, the Jericho thing, like I said, to me, it just pointed out that, hey, we're unoriginal. All we do is do a talking show segment. And here it is in three different forms. Yeah. <laughs> But you know what? Hmm. SmackDown's amazing. At WIR Cato says, it's a shame Mauro Ronaldo isn't around on SmackDown Live, especially now that Nakamura is on the roster. Hashtag tweet the table. Wouldn't it just be a shame that he's not there, period? Yeah, but he has the he has the uh understanding and he called mm-hmm. New Japan pro wrestling matches True. of Nakamura, and then with his MMA background and pride fighting championship love. Morrow could bring that out better than anyone. So, yeah, I think it's a miss because if anyone can call a Nakamura match in a pay-per-view main roster kind of way, the best person would be Morrow. But you know what? Bye. Yeah, that ain't happening now. It ain't uh, happening. Any likes of this Mike Goldberg rumor that they're talking about, reaching out to him? and Oh, Goldie? Yeah. He fucking sucks. 
He's been doing the sport since fucking 1998 and hasn't got better. Think about that. It's 2017. Uh, He's been calling something, and we collectively as an MMA community all agree you're not getting better. Well, there you go. And T Mac, speaking of for every MMA wrestling fan or every MMA uh, fan, yeah, fighter, uh, back office person, the entire industry. Everyone respects Mike Goldberg for his preparation, his uh, understanding of moments and situations, and his respect for the sport and all of that. We, I mean, salute him. He prepares better than anyone. He is always professional. He will give you 110%. That's all great. But he ain't fucking getting good, and he never did, and that's why he got fired. Later. Think about that. And you were with the company forever. Yeah. He And he always, God, he would talk so stupid. One of his most famous lines is, his precision is precise. Yeah. <laughs> it's a professional broadcaster. That's what he's known for saying. And you think. Well, well I mean, hey, man, it is. Like, he's calling live action, which is very hard, and I understand but now try to call scripted action with Triple H and Vince yelling in your fucking ear. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to suck. He's going to suck. Right, well, let's he's hope it doesn't happen still then. wears an extreme couture shirt to a fucking club tucked into his fucking jeans. At the Iceman Forever says, did Michael Cole fall asleep when Corey Graves was talking? It looked like it. Hashtag tweet the table. I, I didn't no? catch that. I didn't see it. At Lady Undertaker says... I'd rather have SmackDown be the house AJ Styles built rather than Natty's. Hers has too many cats. Hashtag tweet the table. Hey, I will say this. If you build a house on Natty, her shoulders have a good enough foundation. It's like a, yeah, strong. She'll hold them up. All right. And final one at B underscore double underscore D says, so Finn comes on to face his old friends, the club and help out the guy responsible for taking him out. Good old WWE logic. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Right. And it just makes me more mad that right. I was there and saw it. He he helps the guy who's getting who's responsible for him being out for so long against his best friends ever. <laughs> like what the fuck is going on here? I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe there's something I'm missing. I don't know. Yeah, it was kind of a miss for yeah, the most of wrestling this week. This is what you're missing. This is what you're missing. And this is the, why I hate WWE and social media because then everything gets fucking jumbled and fucked up, right? Mm-hmm. Is that if this was the early 90s and we don't know the backstage uh, relationships like we like there were back then, you know, on paper – yeah, the Seth Rollins thing doesn't make sense, but it makes sense that Finn would help out two baby faces being taken out by heels. And that's what they want you to think. Right. That's what they would tell you if they asked. If you asked them, like, why is Finn in this match? Well, he's a good guy and he's helping out the good guys against the bad guys. Okay. But because their social media is so, I'm in character, I'm out of character, I'm in character, I'm out of character, they have this fucking weird thing where. Hey, it's acknowledged that Finn and Carl Anderson are best friends and started the Bullet Club. And here they are, pictures, pictures, pictures. But now it's Monday Night Raw time, and now they don't like each other. And it's like, 
what do you want us to think? Because you're doing another catch-all. Hey, they're real people, but now they're characters. But then they're ca- they're real people, and then they're characters. And then you don't make any fucking sense because your logic is so goddamn batshit stupid crazy. You fucks. You fucks, you fucks, you fucks. You're so angry tonight. I'm not angry. I'm disappointed. Yeah, you're banging your hand I'm on the table screaming, fucks, fucks, fucks. <laughs> If I, if I were the WWE's parents and they yeah. came up to me and they said, uh, T-Mac, are you mad at us? I'd look at him and I'd say, no, I'm just disappointed. And then you'd beat them. <laughs> yeah, then I'd front kick him in the chest. But then I'm just disappointed. They can do better. Yeah, they can. They can. It's fucking pathetic that they can't. Because uh, they have everyone. Who yeah. do you, who, who, who? Who, who, who else who? can they grab as far as a, a top tier talent? They have them all. You're so mad. You just did your own legit. Who, who, who? <laughs> <laughs> it's they should be the greatest product in entertainment you're, because you're... when pro wrestling's great, it's the greatest thing in the world. But they consistently just want me to bang my head up against a wall because they're so dumb t-max who mad all right let's let's get out of here take a break and let t-mac take a breath just calm down just calm down a little bit here we're gonna do that we're gonna answer some emails when we return to the spanish announce table which is on spanishannouncetable.net and Will Smith won the first ever Grammy awarded in the rap category because nothing says rap like Will Smith. Journey Topics Network. This is Rob Schamberger, the Artist of Champions, and you're listening to the Spanish Announce Table. Welcome to the second hour-ish of the Spanish Announce Table on SpanishAnnounceTable.net and TrendingTopicsNetwork.com. Woo! The second hour-ish. Dancing, bobbing our heads. Hey, we don't have an interview, which is normally what we do in this second hour-ish when you hear this music, but we do have a... Uh, event coming up. We used to do a pay-per-view picks game where we challenged each other, but uh, I was recently reached out to by some of the upper management, some of the upper crust at the Trending Topics Network. And we're going to do a little cross-promotional game of picks, and we are on one team with several of the shows against another team against several of the other shows. And I don't have a whole bunch of the particulars all out right now, because uh, though he gave me some of those, I don't know if those were the final whatnots, but I do know that he needs our picks, T-Mac. We are going to combine on picking a consensus pick here, and we will then put that up and submit it for our team's uh, possible earning of some points. And what will we win? I don't know about that either, but it'll be fun. Yeah? Yes. I like making picks and standing by them, and if I'm wrong, then I like to blame you. And if you haven't checked out the myriad of shows on the Trending Topics Network, there's something for you out there. Go check them out. Right? Yeah. Come on. All right. right, Let's do it. 
Coming up in the one of the kickoff matches, we've got Enzo and Big Cass taking on Gallows and Anderson. What are we thinking here? Is it Enzo and Cass? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's just, I don't know. Gallows and Anderson got nothing to gain out of here, and Enzo and Cass are kind of stalling, but I feel like they f- are going to do more with them than they are with Gallows and Anderson. So I feel like they're going to keep them hot. WWE, it's being reported that they love watching Enzo just get the shit kicked out of him. That's why they keep doing it to him every week is yeah. they're like, get a laugh about it. So but, that could be what happens. But I'm sure they want to keep Cass somewhat hot and looking strong. So I see that happening. They're kicking the shit out of Enzo and somehow Cass makes a save for the win. Yeah, yeah let's do that. that yeah, that's what we'll do. All right. Uh, <clears throat> then we'll skip over the Miss TV segment because there's nothing to pick there. Oh, this will be great. Neville versus Austin Aries, the Cruiserweight Championship. Uh, geez, what do you think here? Is Austin Aries taking this now? Because Neville's had it a bit. Yes, I think yeah. now it's the time. Yeah, and I think it'll be good. You know, I think it's, uh, you know, Neville's had his run. He's built in that regard, right? He's one of the highest cruiserweights you're going to have. There's nothing more for him to do, really. So give it to Aries and move along. And, and then have him regain his throne as the king later on in the summer, sure. SummerSlam, something like that. Of course. All right, Raw Women's Championship, Bailey versus Alexa Bliss. Does Bliss uh, become the first woman across both brands to, to hold both titles? Oh, what do you think? I feel like maybe not right now. I feel like they're still going to run with this Bailey as the hero, you know, the John Cena type role. I'm sure she's a merchandise machine. So I just feel like I don't think they're going to rock the boat on this one. Bliss obviously doesn't necessarily need it, although it would really put her in rare air in this women's division. But I think they're still going to go with Bailey. What do you think? Ah, the only thing I think that could happen is that Sasha turns on Bailey. I think mm-hmm. Sasha will come out to like interfere with uh, the the match and on accident air quotes cost the match for Bailey. And then Alexa Bliss is the champion. Sasha says, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then they do like tag matches as like, a, no, we're still friends. And then that's later on a raw. Yeah, that's in. Yeah. Whatever. So, OK, so so let's call this uh, Sasha comes out to help Bailey inadvertently mm-hmm. cost her the title. They are. She's over apologetic. Bailey's pissed, but she's she loves everybody. So they hug it out, and then Alexa Bliss comes out to puke about it. Right, like, oh, you guys are gross. You're not championship material like me. Uh, Kurt Angle comes out. This is on Raw the next day. Oh well, you think you're so much better than them? Then find yourself a partner because you guys are in a tag match. And then during the tag match, Sasha is the old ovarian delight to Bailey. Mm-hmm. And then we've yep, got that feud moving on. Yep. All right, so that's our pick. All right, Raw Tag Team Titles, the Hardy Boys versus Shazaro. Is that what we're calling them? Yeah. Yeah. That's what we do, right? We just combine the names. Sheamus and Cesaro, uh, I, the Hardy Boys are going to keep this for now, right? Because I don't think they've made a deal yet on this Hardy gimmick, you know, the broken gimmick. So I don't see why they would drop it yet. Mm, but maybe they have and they just won't announce it so what are you thinking what do you want to you want to swing it the other way you want to say the Seamus and Cesaro win this it could fit the Hardy Boys do not need it right Seamus and Cesaro are kind of on this point right now like you said either we make them a tag team we give them a name we give them a look or we or this is done 
right? I mean, or it's just going to fall apart because they're not going to have the titles. Then what are they there? What's going on with them? So yeah, why are they still a team? So what do we want to do here? I mean, oh, you you make the call. You're the smart one. Oh Jesus, no, I'm not. Um, yeah, I, I I think Hardy Boys on this one. I just I, I think we're conjecturing too much there on the other one. We'll call it Hardy Boys. All right, United States title: Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho. I think this is Owens, don't you think? Yes. Yeah, easy for this one. I don't, like, I think Jericho. Yeah, is going to take a. He's got. He's been rumored to be leaving soon, right? For a while now, Fozzie stuff. Well, yeah, but you know who could cost him the match? Mm. Miz. True. Yeah. All right. So, so yeah. we're saying Kevin Owens. All right, Rollins and Joe. What are we doing here? I don't even know. Rollins. You think Rollins? Yep. They've ruined Joe. So Rollins. All right, we'll go Rollins. All right, then the WWE Championship, Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt, House of Horrors match. I don't. We don't even know what this is, do we? I mean, like, what? It starts out of the ring. Yeah. And will end in the ring. That's what we do know. I just, like, I feel so like Jinder this is... Mahal, Jinder Mahal costs Randy Orton the match. Bray Wyatt wins so he can look strong in his gimmick match, and then that's when he goes after Finn the next night on Raw. Yeah. Is this going to come off just really terrible? Is this the last House of Horrors match we see? Should be. Well, uh, I don't know. They're both good workers. What do you think, though, the gimmick could be? There's going to be a lot of flashing lights. There's going to be a lot of spooky things they think that are going to make us go, ooh, and it's going to be shit. If the bugs on the... You know, from a movie projector was their big idea before. I'm a little worried about what a House of Horrors match is. Agree. Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. If 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 that was their big idea for WrestleMania, yeah, then was, yeah, this is probably not gonna be. Was, good. Let's take uh, technology that I used uh, in school <laughs> to take notes from. Fuck. <laughs> are you doing all right so we're saying orton wins this uh keeps the title roman reigns and braun Strowman. reigns yeah it's gonna be reigns man yeah reigns must pose right roman must pose right it's gotta be roman must pose that's how it is. All right. I think that's our picks. Hopefully, we've done our team well over there on this Trending Topics Network game, of which we will get you more of the details of. We'll give you the names, uh, exact details when we catch up, maybe do a little rundown of who's on the leaderboard and whatnot, all those kind of things. Check out the shows on the Trending Topics Network and check out Payback. Hopefully, it does better than what we've seen from wrestling this week. Final thoughts? Yeah. Don't be underwhelming. Don't be underwhelming. Uh, well, now... Now, T-Mac, is when we will, uh, we will, let me see where I'm at here. We're going to take a break. We had said we're going to come back and answer some listener emails coming out of the last break. And we've forgotten we had to do this segment. But now we're going to answer the emails. When now we, ret- we got you right where now, we want you. Now we're going to do it. When we return to the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And? And the word scumbag actually means used condom. Mm. 
TrainingTopicsNetwork.com. I pick a mean guitar, I wear a blue suede shoes, you ought to hear me sing the snakeskin blues, I'm just a honky-tonk man. Hey, this is Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly. You're listening to and loving and loving the Spanish announce table. Ascending down the aisles, it is the Spanish announce table. It's time for the emails. Table show at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. Yeah, hey, it. please do it. I, I'm getting a little sad, guys. I love the emails, and you're like, just bleh. And guys, hey, just say hi. Nels, where's your battle raps, huh? I thought you could rhyme. Show it off in written form to tableshow yeah. at gmail.com. We haven't gotten a TMAC story time. Yeah, we haven't hey gotten. Josh, we haven't gotten. We haven't gotten Fundfragen. Oh my God! We I love got, five questions in German. We haven't gotten a lot of things, man. A lot what of things. the fuck is happening? Yeah, Big Josh hasn't dropped any loads of wrestling contents for us to swallow, as he says. Yeah, and when are you gonna drive that truck in my ass? Not right. saying I want it, but I'm yeah. just saying, what, what the hell? Not saying you don't either. All right, let's get into the emails that we do have. <laughs> <laughs> That we're sent to tableshow at gmail.com. That's also where you can send your PayPal donations if you would like us to benefit monetarily from this show. Tableshow at gmail.com. Or just talk to us. Or just talk to us. What do you want us to do better? What do you want us to do better or more of? Do you have any? If you don't like these emails, email us with a suggestion for what we could replace the email segment with. How about that? Yeah. Talk to us. The only way this show gets better is if you help us. Because we're fucking busy. We're maxed out. I'm going yeah. to NXT tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I ain't yep. got time to think of this. And I'm and, and I'm not going to NXT because I'm still in a house. Yeah. I'll just you be know? there solo. Which, hey, if you're there solo, what's up? Come on, say mm-hmm. hi. Come say hey. All right, let's get into these. Uh, we always kick them off. Always. With Katie the first. Lady. She says. Lady. Payback is this Sunday, and I think it's safe to say, since the shakeup of the booking of some of these matches have been a little backwards, particularly the Wyatt Orton feud, which I, for one, will be glad when it's over. The fact that the title is not on the line is dumb. Not that I was expecting Wyatt to regain the title, but how do you, the WWE champion, have a rematch and not put the title up? It now makes all the more sense for Wyatt to win this House of Horrors match. He has more to gain, in my opinion, and how many huge matches has Wyatt lost? He needs this win, especially if he's moving into a feud with Finn Balor. Thanks for listening to my rant. You guys are good listeners. But you really have no choice in the matter, do you? Talk to you next week. Later, Katie the First. Lady! Uh, I got a choice. I can not read this shit. <laughs> uh, I can auto delete an email real fast, <laughs> but I'm not gonna. Please email. <laughs> please, yes, please, Keep, still doing. Uh, but do wins and losses matter? No, no, well, when it's a string of so many of them, yes. True, because one thing I'd like to point out too is I started off the show with my three P's saying Braun Strowman's the fucking man, right? Yeah. But guess what? Five weeks ago, 
I, we were all saying, like, what the fuck? He lost to Roman. Mm-hmm. He backed down from Undertaker. Well, and now he's just lost. He's in the fu- – like, so it, it's just like that. Jinder Mahal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Was 3MB nothing. Nothing. Yeah. And even came back and was flying around with Rusev. And we're like, oh, I guess it's going to be Rusev and Jinder. And we were talking about handsome Rusev and hard body Mahal. And then and we were now, like, look, oh. yeah. yeah, now. Now he's – yeah, exactly. Yeah. So – it matters, but then it also, like, it can flip on a dime. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, Katie, the first lady. Love those emails. Keep them coming. And uh, the second, the only other one we've got for this week. Hello, all. Mr. Fourth Row back this week to put a question to you. With the Superstar Shakeup causing some storylines to be mixed uh, excuse me, causing some storylines to be mixed up with the opposite brand and payback having a couple of matches with this dilemma. Do you think that possibly the WWE keeps this up and has at least one featured match from the opposite brand? Maybe this might even foreshadow a bragging rights pay-per-view. I personally like this happy accident. Mr. Forthrow, that's my view, not from the cheap seats, not from the most expensive seats, but from the fourth row. Uh, having the feature match of the other brand, they cop in the NWL. <laughs> Ooh, uh, they're they're watching. Uh, they're watching. Um, yeah, I, that might not be a terrible thing, but I, you know, I I don't think it's necessary because then you're gonna start having to force it. Yeah, and then it's not wanted. Right. Yeah. All right. I don't I, know. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not opposed to it, but I'm also not for it either. You know what I mean? Like, if it happens and it's organic and it's yeah. like, okay, that's cool, awesome. If, but if it's, yeah. well, what's this month? Then, no, I ain't If I that. were a writer, I would not, like, be like, oh, fuck, how are we going to do this? If they came down and gave us that assignment. But I'm certainly not pitching that idea. Right? I'm not right. like, why don't we do a feature match? Like, Good, you write it. Shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, I don't want to. Yeah. Oh, damn. Not me. <laughs> I, I was just saying someone. I mean, T Mac. T Mac's going to write it. He's got the T Mac story time. <laughs> All right. Well, that was another uh, week of wrestling. Uh, you know, as you alluded to it earlier, maybe not greatest. Uh, but, you know, it's post mania. We're still in some of that post WrestleMania hangover, I think. So. Well, now we're in that superstar shakeup. Let's finish up with WrestleMania. Now let's get into the fun shit with the Nakamura's and the Bray Wyatt's and Finns and the things genders. like that. Yeah, the gender hard bodies. You know what I'm the saying? Hard body Mahal. He should still run with that. I think. Yeah. Good. All right, we will come back next week for episode 197. 200 is coming up. Look for more announcements of that along the line. Maybe, hopefully, maybe not. But we'll be back next week, episode 197, Spanish Announce Table on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And uh, it costs six cents to make a nickel. TrinityTopicsNetwork.com.